Thank you for tuning in. You are with your girl, Tip the Trophy, on Banked Out Radio Show. I am so happy to be with you tonight. Thank y'all for tuning in. This is my very, very first radio segment, and I am excited about it. Before we get started, I want to make sure I give a shout out, a birthday shout out to my live five, Amber Lewis from Spring 06 Line. Happy birthday, Amber. So tonight's topic, we are talking about counseling and therapy among black men, as well as the lack of resources that is provided. So I definitely want you guys and ladies to call in, but I really, really want to hear from our males tonight about where do you think the disconnect comes in with therapy um, for you. You can call in at 917-889-8041. That is 917-889-8041. And you are on the One Love Wednesday show with Tip the Trophy. And I will be broadcasting every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. So I want y'all to check in and have fun with me. So before I get started, I did uh, well. I did a little research to just kind of give y'all a little insight on some of the information I found out as it relates to therapy with, well, not just black men, but the black culture altogether. So 16%, which is 4.8 million, of Black and African American people reported having a mental illness, and 22.4% of those 1.1 million people reported a serious mental illness over the past year. It says less than 2% of American American Psychological Association members are Black or African American, 
Some may worry that mental health care practitioners are not culturally competent enough to treat their specific areas. And I think that's the topic at hand tonight. As a black man, do you feel comfortable with seeking therapy from a, an individual that doesn't look like you, who who isn't a black man? Now, I think for women, we have more options because we definitely have more female therapists. We have more female counselors. We have more female psychologists and psychiatrists. But as it relates to black men, when I did the research, it seems that it's a shortage of black male counselors. And nine times out of 10, most black men would want to discuss their problems and their issues with someone who can culturally relate as well as relate um, with gender. So I want y'all to call in and give me give me a little insight on what some of your concerns may be. What are some of the reasons that prevented you from getting therapy? And what would be moving forward if you decide to get therapy? Why? Why? At what point do you feel that you need to go and seek that therapy? I'm going to take a short break and I'm going to wait and see if I get anybody to call in and give me some feedback. You're tuning into the Bay Radio Show. I am your host, Andreas, aka Discover This. So we're about to get into this playlist real quick. Anybody out there, if you want to, you can dial in. 917 Before I ride, let me tell you the time to thank all the real ones again. Both, all the fuck niggas down. Step back and chunk the deuces while down. Those shit treat you lame like Jehovah's Witness. Shoot the bird and hold no forgiveness. I was trained to really hold it down. Hell, my last name should be relentless for MLK Day to buy Christmas. I make songs, nigga, for my bro. My bro. MFMC, they be my dog. My dog. Like the boys that wear perfect gold. Game of soul, my nigga never told. Bro, learned that long time ago from Unk. Medicated nigga on that skunk. Uh-huh. Time to face up and let it thump. Uh-huh. I'm in my truck with the truth. Making plays out of you. I don't even really hoop. I don't even really hoop. Ballin' like I play for dough. Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for dough. Yeah. Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for dough. Ballin' like I play for dough. Yeah. Ballin' like I play for dough. Like Movin' swift with the truth. Making plays out of you. Making plays out of you. I don't even really hoop. I don't even really hoop. Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for dough. Yeah. Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for dough. Yeah. Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for Hundred dollars to my name. Yeah. Bet I make it fucking happen. Happen. This team all on my back uh, Feeling like the fucking captain, captain. Use the gift I got from Gavin yeah. On the mic they hear me talking talk. Made a move and took the lead Like Irvin when he left for Boston yeah. Hell rap I kinda do it often Till I'm laying in the coffin Really blessed with this expertise Don't like it you can get the walk Cause this is me and who I am yeah. Standing strong giving all I can uh-huh. Self made nigga built my own brand uh-huh. Built my own brand, and it's the way, it's the way. I'm on for days, it's on for days. Just living life, just living life. And turn the page, turn the page. But fuck that, yeah. still love to no good. Switches over backwards, make a way like I should. With the hopes that I could, with the hopes that I could. Yeah. Swift with the truth, making plays out of you. I don't even really hope. I don't even really hope. Ballin' like I play for dough. Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for dough. Yeah. Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for dough. Yeah. Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for dough. Movin' swift with the truth. Swift with the truth. Making plays out of you. Making plays out of you. I don't even really hope. I don't even really hope. Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for dough. Yeah. Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for dough. Yeah. Ballin' like I play for Ballin' like I play for dough.
independent artists out there, you want your music played on the show, email bankedoutradioshow at gmail.com. That's B-A-N-K-E-D-O-U-T-T radio show at gmail.com. You got your dress shoes right. You bought your best moves right. We've been a party tonight. The devil's ball. Let's dance. Have you ever danced with the devil? 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 Dance with the devil. Have you ever danced with the devil? 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 Dance with the devil. Dance. Oh, am I really just a nigga, bro? Huh. Can't explain how I get this told, yeah. Same game, run on different hoes. Speak on the universe, telling them I'ma get the glow. It's so enticed, luring men, they lose their clothes. Just for the night, my day spent pursuing goals. Q taking rice, top of gravy and bread rolls. Was eating good on days when I was dead, bro. So fucking lingo, we know who really got it. Talking cheap, you catching out, don't speak about it. Just made three deposits, penny for my thoughts. And the two cents in my name, I'ma give it to the gang. What's going on is a goddamn shame. They going on by the goddamn change. While I'm just striving to unlock my brain with lyrics that are deeper than what a lot less hang got a lot less fame than these other niggas do can say the really shit they feel like who the fuck are you nigga you ain't popping where your sway in the view you don't club with reference hood you the dope show a who you say you need proof no problem i'll show it what good will it do me if i'm the only one that knows it so i'm saying not the picture because i'm not the type of posing not a kiss of photogenic i just capture every moment in these raps and perhaps it can be my way out wasn't blind to the facts but i see it way now put that perhaps shit because it only indicates out one number positivity leave out of my mouth with a Said I'm the best bitch, praying that my kingdom come before I exit. Screaming I just wanna live, now I just exit. Why not hold out of new O's and a few X's? Guess I just feel love, but I just feel drugs. Numb in my system, cause feels think I got some type of alcohol addiction. Cause I drink more to worry less about conditions. And my fam's in for your criticize, just listen. This my life and I plan to live it. Make my own choices, these are my decisions. Don't tell me to pray to your fake God. Religion, ask me all his words when it works, so God hears me. Now do you feel me? Feel my soul is dropping my head. Straight somehow light will shine in. Satan came knocking again. Invited me to come dance with him. Dance with the devil. Have you ever danced with the devil? Have you ever danced with the devil? Have you ever danced with the devil? Dance with the devil. Have you ever danced? Tell me I wasn't. Sad menace. My motherfucking king, bitch. Uh, somebody build me a pyramid. Somebody build me a pyramid. I'm not convinced you the king here. Might have to kill me a lyricist. Might have to body a battle, nigga. I do this shit for no reason, bitch. Best way to kill him is right here. No writing this, so it's no fingerprints. My nigga. 
Shout out the Ville, shout out the Ville. They ain't never fuck with me, now they can't fuck with me. How does it feel? I'm in the hills, no sidewalk, so we in the street. Got a big backyard, got a mower every week, nigga. I don't hear no one else making noise in the booth. Only right that I hit with more royalty, too. I keep me some bars for a nigga who try it. Had to hit him with this just to keep him reminded. Sad minutes, sad minutes by the government. They ain't really know what they was fucking with. I was raised big brother with the goon niggas. So I ain't trying to hear about the gutter shit. Fuck niggas always talking. And I'll never know why they speak. Cause these fuck niggas take these losses. So they all wanna hate me. My nigga, I'm with it. Every day is a battle. I never get rattled. I'm up in this castle. I'm up in this castle. Yeah, we talking about castles. We talking about kings. We talking about queens. Realest bitch on my team. And you can't come between. If you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. I had me a combo with auntie. She stopped by my dreams on occasion. She told me keep doing what I do. I'd rather be rich than be famous. Don't let this industry take shit. I got the soul and I flex with it. It's only one that minutes on earth. Don't compare me to none of these next niggas. All shit. Fresh 16 flowing through a nigga like brown juice. I guess that's why I'm shitting on everything you do. No, this not the ability. Not cutting McTona rich porn. Like Elvis just called me the king. Take over, all in this order. This is the moment I branch out. This is the time I demand clout. That number one spot I done camped out. With no features, no cosign, a handout. Get busy. I remember selling dimes for the rent 650. All tense. And if the landlord smoke, tell the nigga get with me, huh? Somebody build me a statue. Might dread my shit like I'm CEO. Some niggas say that they go dumb. I say I'm going remedial. All black and I live in dark matter. Makes sense why you niggas don't see me though. But I'm coming, my people, I'm coming. I'ma do shit that these niggas ain't seen before. My nigga, I'm winning. Every day is a battle. I never get rattled. I'm up in this castle. I'm up in this castle. Yeah, we talking about castles. We talking about kings. Yeah, we talking about queens. Realest bitch on my team, and you can't come between. If you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Sad minutes. Sad minutes, sad minutes. young sad minutes. Sad minutes, sad minutes, sad minutes, yeah. Young king. One thing. Life sucks. That's why I got it turn ring, yeah. No, King shit for real though. That shit is embedded. Claim your kingdom, nigga. More rugs. All right, everybody, we are back. Thank you for staying tuned with me. I have Mr. Andreas Cook here with us tonight, and he's going to answer a few of the questions that I have. But before I get into those questions, I, I do I have a couple of announcements I need to make. So we are broadcasting live from Jacob's Life Coaching and Resource Center, and I wanted to give you guys some brief information about what we have going on here at Jacob's. Um, Jacob is a resource center that opened August 1st, so she just turned a month old yesterday. Woo! And since then, I have had various 
um, event functions, um, programs here that have benefited for upcoming black entrepreneurs um, in the area of making. And so I'm very proud of that. I'm going to actually post that on Facebook probably tomorrow because I, I've had probably four or five small businesses that have had something right here in the building. And that was the whole purpose of the Resource Center. I wanted it to be a place where other black businesses could grow. I didn't just want to grow and be successful and not bring others with me. So I'm proud to say that we have definitely been making some treadway here in Macon. So upcoming, I will be offering virtual learning services here for essential parents. So if you are an essential parent who will be going back to work and your child is too young to stay home, you can bring them here. Um, my building is Wi-Fi accessible. I recently just, well, I got in the mail today, I have dividers to go on the table so they will be separated from other kids. And we will also have qualified tutors. So this program is for kids ages five to 13 and I have weekly increments. So if you decide, well, hey, next week, I wanna be able to bring them, but the week after that, they're not coming, that's fine. We can do it a week by week. By week. And I have two, two day, three day, five day options as well as extended stay options. So if you need them to stay until five o'clock, we do have a plan for that as well. So I would love for you guys to look into it. You can follow me on Facebook at Tiffany Tillman. You can also follow me, Jacole's Life Coaching and Resource Center and my One Love Wednesday page to get the information if you're interested in enrolling your child in virtual learning. So Mr. Cook, let's get to it. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're talking about lack of resources as it relates to counseling and therapy for black men. And so I know that we do have, uh, we don't have as many counselors and therapists, but we also have the lack of black men wanting to go to therapy, I think. Mm -hmm. So I have a couple of questions okay. that I'm going to ask you and I want, and they are, they are incognito because I just come to my spot. I'm just really telling him to bring me these questions. So you, I want you to be honest. Tell me how you feel about it. Okay. All right. So first thing, I'm gonna start off with, what do you think prevents black men from seeking therapy? It's the uh, stigmatism to it. Because um, you know, I have a therapy. <laughs> I'm a part owner of the therapy, the uh, counseling uh, business, and we you know we do therapy. Okay. So being the marketing person for that particular business, I see it all the time. One, when I would go and do uh, resource events, okay, um, people would walk up to the table because they're inquiring about the name and things of that nature. And it's like, well, what do you do? Like, well, I help run a counseling business. Oh, no, I'm not crazy. Okay. And that's the stigmatism. Right. We think as a culture, especially black men, that going and seeking a therapist means that you're crazy. Okay. And I'm like, that's not the case. Right, right, right. So do you think that that stigma, that stigmatism comes from, what stigma comes from childhood, your upbringing, where, you know, we sometimes in the black culture, we'll kind of overlook therapy and just mm. push church completely off, which is good. Or do you think it, it comes along later in manhood? No, I, th I think it starts in childhood. When you introduce kids to stuff, it stays with them. Right. Um, and because we have not had enough Education. I'm like, cause church is fine, but they're not licensed by the state. Okay. Right? And right. you can mess somebody up mentally 
guide them in them the wrong direction and don't make it to profession. That's why they have to do like hundreds of hours. Right, yeah. And yeah. internship, like mm-hmm. between 600 and 800 just with your master's. Yeah. And then you still got to do your licensorship hours. Mm-hmm. So we haven't been taught uh, the appreciation for people who do that type of work and showing the value of it because they just don't know. They're not educated. Right. Okay. And so with, with your therapy business, mm-hmm. about how many of your clients are black men? Just a rough number. Can I give you a number? I would say probably about 40%. 40%? About 40%, I would say. It's close to half. Okay. All right. And have you noticed any common misdiagnosis? Because what I was reading is that a lot of times black men would instantly be diagnosed with um, more severe mental illnesses as opposed to the ones that are a little bit more common. Like, do you see more bipolar diagnosis or do you see more schizophrenic uh, diagnosis than you do just maybe mild depression? Well, I don't get to read it. I don't, well, I choose not to read the files like that. Mm-hmm. But we also don't function off the. We don't function off a of diagnosis because my mother-in-law, with all the education and how much she has two licenses and working on her doctorate, she doesn't like dealing with people who are late. We okay. don't like people. Okay. Because um, we've seen with the kids, we've seen with um, just people working in that space in general, that one, people are mislabeled. Like they'll uh, mislabel kids with like ADHD and they don't really have ADHD. They just need somewhere to focus their attention on. Right. Um, not that they can't focus, but they're extremely smart and they're bored. They're bored. I, I think that. I think that. Who's, who's going on eight years old? Mm-hmm. He's extremely smart. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, all my kids are, but he's extremely smart and he doesn't like to be bored. So he'll just go and do other stuff. Right. I'm like, I'm not going to have him diagnosed because those diagnoses follow people. And they, they <clears throat> perpetuate stigma. Um, so when, you know, you're growing up, you start to believe that type of stuff. Right. And then, you know, people do get mixed, uh, misdiagnosed because some people don't have the expertise in the area that they're practicing in. Right. Like a general, a general person who's going into like just general uh, therapy or mental health doesn't really understand like family violence. Mm-hmm. Um, and working with perpetrators and victims who have experienced that. Mm-hmm. They just know a general, just like, you know, I'm a painter, but maybe I can paint something specifically mm-hmm. that I'm really good at and I specialize in. So, you know, you do have that. It's like going to a foot doctor when you need to go to a heart right. doctor. Yeah. You know, people don't realize there, there are areas of expertise that you should seek out those yes. people. Absolutely. And be guided in that direction. So. Well, let me ask you this, and this, this is a little bit on the softer side. Mm-hmm. What do, or what would you suggest? I'm, I'm asking, what, what do you do? And then what do you suggest for black men to do for self-care? Because as women, we have quite a few self-care options that we take mm-hmm. pride in doing every other weekend with our friends, whether it's wine or getting our nails done, or mm-hmm. both What do black men do for self-care? Mm-hmm. No, I don't really do a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll be walking around raggedy looking sometimes or whatever. It's not because I don't care. It's just because I just got other priorities and I'm not into it. Like, I was, like, in my 20s, whatever, I had a 
misconception about like going to get manicures and pedicures and stuff like that. Right. But I'm like, I'm, I'm way older now and more wiser. Right. So I would actually do those things. Um, I look forward to like actually going to get like a pedicure done. I told my wife that we was going to do some stuff like that, but then Corona and all that stuff, whatever, and now the kids are coming back home. Right. They go to private school. Um, so they'll be home like next week or whatever. So once they do go back to school and we get our like our quality time back, mm-hmm. I look forward to doing stuff like that or, you know, uh, actually going to a barber shop that does more than just cut your hair. Like, you know, they're doing the, um, uh-huh, the mm-hmm. spot type stuff that goes right. with it. I'm like, I'm sure I would enjoy something like that being pampered because I'm like, we need to feel loved as well. <laughs> and we need to love ourselves. So This is true. This is true. We do. We, we want to definitely feel loved. But I, I was thinking about that because I often see, you know, we, we'll do different paints with our friends and mm-hmm. cabin trips and, you know, just any weekend that we feel that we need self-care, we have quite a few options. But I've never seen any men hardly talk about, you know what, it's going to be a self-care weekend. And it, I say because that's be, affiliated with something that we do. But yeah, it, it could be a situation where, you know, it's stereotyped where that's like, you know, feminine things to do. Right. As opposed to, you know, just self-care, self-love. And the, the whole masculinity approach to stuff needs to be reevaluated. Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that because I, listen, fellas, it's not soft to get your toes done. I actually encourage all of you to please get your feet done. Your significant other will be great, greatly appreciative if you do that. Let me see what else I got from Mr. Cool. Mm, I have one other question for you. Have you ever felt that at any point in your life that you suffered from depression or anxiety? Mm-hmm. And if so, what were your means of dealing with it? Yeah, I was, I was depressed when um, my mom was killed when I was 12. So, and I, I saw, I had to go to counseling, mm-hmm. but then it didn't really resolve. I feel like I was in a depressed state for over 12 to 24, 20, about, yeah, close to 30 some years old. So you, you were in the system, were you in a foster home? Mm-hmm. You were in a foster home? Yeah, I went through uh, foster care. So you automatically were, you were assigned to therapy. No, that was actually uh, before I went to foster care, when I was living with my aunt, because my aunt took us in, mm-hmm. and she kept us for like two years, mm-hmm. and then she got rid of us. So that started like a whole other system of just mm-hmm. being like abandonment issues. Right. I had issues with consistency. Okay. Like, if, if something was consistent in my life, mm-hmm. I didn't think that um, it was going to last, so I would do everything to try to push that consistency. Try to push it away, right. Away, yeah, until I really dealt with it. Did you stay in a group home? No, I, I didn't stay in a group home. I just had a friend with foster home, but I heard, I, I heard about him, and like all the other kids would tell me about yeah. him, and I was like, man, these things are just horrible. Right, so, right. And how many siblings do you have? I have, biologically, I have two siblings. Okay. They were trying to keep you all together. They were trying to, but they couldn't. I'm like, my sister automatically was separated from us. And then my brother, we stayed in the same house for about a year, but then because he was older, he graduated, he aged out. Right. As soon as he turned 18, he just left. Yeah. So I had abandonment issues with that. Right, right. I'm like, here we are in you know a strange environment, and it's not even people that look like us. Um, Y'all should have been assigned to therapy though, like instantly. Even if even when your aunt was gone, y'all were still up under defense, right? No, 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 no. She she uh, took it on her, her own. 
uh, cognition, and uh, we didn't come into contact with the uh, state until we was actually, she dropped us off at the office. Okay, she but dropped us off at the Yeah, when, when the situation did happen with my mom, though, we did go to uh, a counselor. Okay. And like, I was there for like, you know, a year and a half or so, and she uh, closed the case. And she said, you know, I was doing pretty well for, you know. Right. But, uh, for what I've gone through, basically. And that should have been long time. Yeah, it, it should have been, you know, I think it should have been a few more years. Yeah. Because um, I even, uh, she even, like, came to my graduation. Okay. When I graduated high school, which, you know, I thought, you know, it was cool to see or whatever, but I think I would have benefited more had I gone through therapy through high school. Right. Because um, all the issues and stuff that I had and living in a foster home in a strange environment, all that stuff. Never really count on anybody, had to count on myself, going through all these situations where, uh, like, I was trying to, just even, like, trying to save money and whatever. People stealing my money, couldn't count on nobody, I had to go and get my own job and take myself to uh, work and just really be accountable for me. Right. It felt like, you know what I'm saying, I was a paycheck for somebody else. At a very young age. Mm-hmm. So... And that's one of the conversations that I was having with someone the other night, and she made a very good point as it relates to black men and that the issues that we're seeing now, once they become men, because a lot of times in your situation is completely different. But for the majority, a lot of these things stem from childhood, right? Mm-hmm. So it could be just something simply as not getting, you know, not having enough nurturing at home, mm-hmm. or just having to be the man of the house mm-hmm. at such a very young age. Yeah, which is just a huge responsibility huge to put on a, a young male. And they carry that, right? Mm-hmm. They carry that. Or if their home is already dysfunctional, mm-hmm. or they're not getting enough nurturing from their mom. So now what happens is this person go into adulthood or manhood with lack of communication skills, mm-hmm. trust issues, mm-hmm. slightly have at some point in time been depressed mm-hmm. and didn't know it, or how can I say this? Um, just that a lot of them lack the ability to hold themselves accountable. Like you mm-hmm. say, you were told because everything is somebody else's fault yep. as to why they're in that situation. And so you think about that, then you have this man that's trying to deal with all these things from their childhood that they never dealt with. Mm-hmm. And they bring that to their relationships and their homes and their marriages because they never really got the help they needed. Then you have family. societal norms that are put on you too, okay. on top of all that. You know, like just, what? Just being a black man and having to be like always strong and right. you know the provider and protector and all that, which is is great to extend. But if you haven't dealt with like you know what I'm saying, skill set to even get there, you feel inadequate at times. Right. Um, say if you're not making the money that you thought you would be making at that point in your life. Okay. You know things like that um, because your childhood, you can get your education due to you going through all these traumas and you couldn't focus. So now you don't even have a skill set on paper to show to somebody that you're articulate right. or that you can do this job. You're not even given the opportunity because right. how do we judge people? We judge them based off this pretty resume. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just all these the factors. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. So those are some of the things, guys, that we are talking about tonight and we're just kind of opening up that, that door of communication so that men can feel comfortable to start seeking therapy and seeking out counselors for their issues that they may have had in childhood or even now, and Andreas is pointing out at this point, and Michael Bates has touched on this recently, maybe feeling not feeling like they're not where they need to be at in life. 
And I think that can create anxiety in itself to feel that you're not making the money that you want to make at this point in time. Or you're not on your own like you should be. Or even dealing with some other internal issues that you really don't know who to talk to about. And you're kind of just holding that in. So we want to make sure our men understand the importance of seeking that therapy, especially with everything that's going on. We need that leadership. So once again, the lines are open for you guys to call in, give me your opinion. I would love to have some feedback on that. And let me see. So it looks like we have a caller now calling in. So let me see. I got two, right? I'm going to start off with one. I think that that second number is Ariel. Hold on, Elle, okay? I'll be in on you just a second. This one? Okay. So, good evening, caller. You are on the line with Tip the Trophy. Who am I speaking with? Hey, how you doing? This is Michael Walker. How you doing tonight, Michael Walker? Thank you for calling in. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, do you have a little um, feedback for me? I do. I do. Um, just uh, thinking back on what you said about how black men, as a youth, we are taught not to talk, you know, not to, I say, talk to a therapist. You know, you have okay. some parents that say, hey, don't talk to the therapist because they may, like Mr. Cook said, you know, they they may judge you, you know, miss, misdiagnose them. Right, like, right, you know, right. You got a lot of kids and special needs that don't belong with special needs because they're misdiagnosed. Like you said, you got some that are bipolar. He may be bipolar, but that don't have a issue with his I say education, the way he learns. And right. you know, us as, uh, us as older men, it just I feel that like as black men, we don't, we tend not to do it. We tend to self, how can I say, self we always do our things ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we'll work out and get our mind clear. That's a, you know, I, I feel better. That's a stress relief. But sometimes we do need that person to cry to. Sometimes we do need that person to release that that anger. Because if you think mm-hmm. about it, that's what some of what's going on now stem from. A lot of mm-hmm. they do not express their anger. Yes. You know, and that's just in the black community. You know, we feel like we go to a therapist. Ah, oh, they gonna tell I'm crazy. They gonna look at me a uh, certain way. But half the time, that's what we need to do is talk. When we don't communicate, that will happen. We lash out yeah. by other things. So, yeah. And you know, I, that's what I feel. I, I may be wrong, I, you know, but that's how I, I take everything, and I, that's how I look at it, in my opinion. But well, you you made some really good points, on Mike. So let me ask you this: Do you know any black male therapists? Besides Mr. Cook, who just well, not, not well, he's not a therapist, but he he's he's assisting with running therapy based business. So, do you personally, Mr. Uh, Walker, do you know of any black male therapists or counselors that's licensed or practicing that you can go and talk to? Like personally, do you know any? Oh, uh, personally, no. Have I heard of any? Yes. Have I actually sat down with one of them? No. You know, and I think that's the thing now since this pandemic hit, that has become an issue. We're scared to sit with one. We're scared to talk to one. You know, because like I said, it's, we look at it, oh, they're going to judge me about certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, women, y'all can do it all day. Y'all can go to a therapist, have a sit down, feel better. Men, it's a judgmental thing. I, I guess it's also a, I said, ego. 
Mm-hmm. Well, do you well, part well, of that too. Well, would you feel comfortable though? Who would you feel more comfortable seeing? Would you feel more comfortable seeing a therapist? Or would you feel comfortable going to the opposite sex or race? To be honest with you, I go to either or. Because okay. I don't see no race, no color. As long as you give me a, uh, I say, an honest evaluation of myself, I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. I'm all for my, you know, Black Lives Matter. I'm all for that. I'm all for the pro-black. I'm all that. But if somebody can sit there and tell me, hey, this is what you are, that's one side. And let me go to this guy that's a whole nother race, another everything. And he give me the same observation. I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. I'll take the results and I, you know, I, I, you know, put used to what I need to do to make sure I'm mentally healthy. Okay. So and you just move like you need. Yeah. You, you don't you don't see color as it relates to there. And that's cool. I just had to come on feedback on how you felt about that. Well, okay. Well, Mike, I, I thank you for will you get that something up? Mike. Say that again now. I'm sorry. Were you about to say something else? Oh no, no, no. Yeah. I'm just and on top of that, like um I like what Mr. Cook also said that you know, for men sometimes we could like to walk around rough sometimes that's just it ain't nothing i'm going through something it's just i got other things going on i like to you know when i get groomed or we'll get groomed we do we do just like y'all women y'all have y'all days hey you know let me just kind of rough it out a while and mm-hmm. then when it's time to get that that nice look going you do it because i think you know your appearance sometimes shapes the different perspective for you it makes you feel makes you feel different yeah, when you look, when you look, good you feel good. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. very, very true. That's all I have to say. Well, thank you, Mr. Yeah. Michael hey, Walker. Congratulations. Go ahead. Look, I was going to say congratulations Wait. to you on your one month. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Keep it going. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And Mr. Cook, all right, then. I remember you, my cool. man. He said he remembers you. <laughs> <laughs> St. Peter Claver Day. He said St. Peter Claver Day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still my kids are still over there. Your kids over there. Okay. Yeah. All right, Mr. Walker. Thank you for calling in and I will um I may call you back later to zoom you back in, depending on where we at. Okay. All right, appreciate All right. it. Bye. Okay. All right, so we're gonna go straight to our next caller. We have let me see. I think we have Miss Ariel Freeman on the line. Miss Ariel, can you hear me? Hello, this is Chase. Oh, this is Chase. Hey, Chase. Hey, Jill. This is Ariel's son, Chase Clements. Chase, thank you for calling in. What you got for me? Oh, as a young black boy, I feel like therapy for black men and black boys is good. Like, because it's different forms of therapy. Like a therapy could be painting, but my point of therapy, okay. I well, well, therapy helps me. It, it, it gives me somewhere to express my feelings. Okay. So I don't just bottle it up. It helps me get it all out. And all right. The therapy, therapy is all. Uh, Basketball, like basketball, 
Yes, so I do think for you guys, especially your age, Chase, I definitely think it's important for you guys to stay involved with sports or some type of activity. So let me ask you this, though, Chase. Is your therapist black or white? Chase? My, my therapist is black. Oh, so this is, this is a female? Yes. Okay. Are you comfortable with talking to her? Yes, ma'am. You are? Okay. So, would you think that you would feel more comfortable talking to a guy? And I'm just asking. Well, it, it really don't matter. It's really both. Really both? Okay. So, you don't really have a preference. But it would okay. be some, some categories would be better to talk to a man. Oh, okay. So, like, what? What type of categories would be better to talk to a man? Like girls. Mm. Okay. So so girls is something that you would prefer to talk to a male therapist about. Yeah. Okay. I will. I can agree with that. I, I think that you may have some questions that you may ask a family member that you probably would be more comfortable to a male therapist about. And that's a good point. All right. Well, Mr. Chase, do you have anything else for me? That's it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Have a good night. Bye. All right, everybody. So we were able to get some pretty good feedback, I think, from Mr. Cook as well as Mr. Mike Walker and Mr. Chase Clemens, which are all black men. So I think that was some good feedback from different perspectives. And I would like to hear now from my ladies. I would love to hear from my wives who are, you know, maybe dealing with something as it relates to wanting their husbands to receive therapy or just what what does that seem like? What does that what does that look like when you think about your husband or your significant other having therapy? So I wanna just hear from y'all. Y'all call in please and just give me your feedback. All right, so we're gonna hop into a break and I'll be right back. All right, everybody, we are back. You are with your girl, Tilt the Trophy. So we, we just we just really had some great conversations with Chase, um, Andres, as well as Mr. Michael Walker. And we are going to see if we get anybody else to call in. But while I'm doing that, waiting on those calls, I'm going to give you guys some information about what's coming, what's up and coming here at Jacob's Life Coaching and Resource Center. So this weekend is Labor Day weekend. I am having a variety of free events that I I want you guys to come out and check me out. So Friday night, and let me say this, guys, most of the things that I do or, well, programs, activities, they are all some form of self-care, health, um, anything that's that's beneficial for the most part, I'm going to try at some point in time to implement it here, whether it's for us or if it's for youth and young adults, and that's the area that I'm specializing in. So Friday, this Friday coming up, we are going to do yoga. Yoga is with Ms. Jeray Williams, and that will be at 7.30, so bring your mask, bring your, bring your mats with you. So yoga is $10 per person, 
and that includes uh, refreshment as well as tea. Last week, I did hemp tea for everybody to kind of sample it, and that's what I'm going to talk about after I get to talking about this, but please, 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 we would love you guys to join us in yoga. Is I'm just, I'm, I'm new to yoga. Jare is more of a professional at it. I, I do it at night. I do a wind-down yoga at night, and it really does help you sleep, and I, I would like to get more black people tuned in to yoga. And on Saturday, I am doing a Okay, so Saturday is the Day Party Lounge fundraiser. My goal is to do a, a day party from 5 to 8. So before you go downtown, because it is first Friday, so before you go downtown, please stop by Jacob's. I will have, I'm blessed enough to receive catering from Waffle House. So we're going to do a brunch. We're going to do a mid-evening brunch with mimosas. You can wear your hat, your sundresses. We'll, I'll put some tables outside. Please come get you something to eat. Come have a mimosa. Check it out. It's free entry. The only thing I ask is that you bring school supplies for donation. And the school supplies go towards the virtual learning program. So that's this Saturday from 5 to 8. Okay. On Sunday, Sunday is the Sunday Sunday. So that is free ice cream Sundays for the whole family. And that will be from 3 to 5 p.m. So as long as, and the same thing with the Waffle High School on Saturday, too. So as long as, as long as it's here, once it's gone, it's gone. So on Sunday from 3 to 5, we have ice cream Sundays for everybody. So for you, your friends, for kids, everybody, we're going to have ice cream Sundays. We're going to do banana splits. We're going to do whipped cream, cherry, chocolate syrup, cookie crumbs, everything you want on it, we're going to have it. So please, please, please come out, enjoy ice cream with your family, and come and celebrate with us. Monday, I'm very excited about Monday. So Monday is my very first pop-up shop, and we have a variety of businesses that will be featured um, at the pop-up shop. We have Fabu Plus that just dropped yesterday. Um, we, we, we lit Facebook up yesterday. Fabu Plus is for plus-size women. So y'all come and check her out at the Papa Shop. We're going to have Paparazzi here. Monique is doing Paparazzi. I got Teal One doing some Yoni scenes. Uh, come and get information about that. I have Shamika Blessy. She'll be doing uh, Fab. She has her paintings. So it's going to be a... And uh, Carissa. I just met Carissa, but she will also be bringing her, her products to sell. Okay? So this is a completely free Papa Shop. Not charging anything to get in. I, I didn't know we don't have a vendor fee. I really just wanted to feature other black entrepreneurs here in the city just to come and take a look at what they're selling and to promote each other and keep our money with each other in the black community. And then Monday, well, that's Monday. And that's going to be from, because I'm memorizing everything. Monday's pop-up shop is 2 to 6, 2 to 6 p.m., okay? So y'all come on by and check us out. Come and buy something. Come and support us. And we would definitely be glad to have you. Uh, Jacob's Life Coaching and Resource Center is located at 3555 Mercy University Drive, Suite 101-2. We are over here in the plaza where Ollie's is located as well as Heaven, the restaurant Heaven, right across from the old mall. So most of you guys know, and if you don't know, I am also a hemp distributor. <laughs> I laugh. I laugh. I was referred to myself as the hemp queen on social media. So I have hemp by Mr. Andreas Cook. 
but I started, well, I don't want to say I started, but I came on with him or he brought me on. And I have a couple of products that I would love for you guys to try. The line is Harmonious Hemp. And I would love for you to give a, just give it a try, especially if you're a cigarette smoker and you're wanting to get off of cigarettes. I think that hemp is a great way to kind of um, wean yourself off of cigarette smoking. We do have, I say buds, what you call Andreas? The one that's in the jar, flowers? Flowers. Flowers, okay. So we do have flowers. Yeah, it's so, bud tenders and tend to them, but I like to call them flowers. Flowers, okay. So we do have those that's in the jar, and if you prefer to roll it yourself, you, you can roll it. I, I tried it, and it, it smokes very smooth. And I have oil. I have massage oil, and I do have coffee. So I sold coffee the other day to my mom, but it seems that they have a desire for it to be instant. I'm not a coffee drinker, mm-hmm. so I don't know how it works. You said that that was brewed, but she's mm-hmm. going to go ahead and give that a try. Yeah, put it in the coffee maker and let it brew. Let it brew, okay. So I have massage oil. I have hemp reds. I have hemp reds black. Those smoke very smooth. And then I have the massage oil, and then I have the Wu in a jar that you can actually roll yourself. And then I have tea. Now, I love the tea. I recently, I, I my line sister, Tiffany Solomon, I think she tried the tea. The tea is really, really good for anxiety as well as um, having trouble sleeping at night. I'm a personal fan of it. It's very helpful. So please give me a inbox message if you are interested in trying some of uh, the hemp products. And I think that's pretty much it. I think I pretty much gave y'all all the details for Jacoles. You can also inbox me if you're looking to get your individual uh, life coaching appointment because I do one-on-one life coaching with youth and young adults. So you can definitely contact me um, on Facebook. I don't know my office number by heart, and it's not on this piece of paper. So just inbox me or email me at ttillman. 26 at yahoo.com, please, and we can definitely set you up with an appointment as soon as possible. Continue to listen to Bank.Radio. Shout out to the Bank.Radio team. Uh, we have some great indie artists. I was listening to some, some of the songs while we was on break. I'm new to indie music, but I can actually appreciate what I'm hearing because I, I do enjoy hearing good lyrics. So y'all continue to check us out. We do have new people that will also be featuring their shows very, very soon. And that's pretty much it. I'm winding down. I did want to read y'all one more other statistic before we got off. So it says on here that suicide is the third leading cause of death for African American males ages 15 to 24. I I would think probably one and two would maybe be homicide and probably like cardiovascular or something like that. But it says the third leading cause of death for African American males ages 15 to 24 is suicide. So that's very prevalent. That's a high number. And it's young. That's very, very young. So that indicates to me that we do have a lot of mental illnesses that are going unnoticed. Okay. Uh, I don't think I read this one to you earlier. It says in 2018, 58.2% of Black and African American young adults, 18 to 25, and 50%. 50.1% of adults 26 to 49 with serious mental illness did not receive treatment. Now, that's very alarming. Um, being that I, I personally have a social service background, I worked at a few group homes here in Macon, and I was, you know, kind of moving up to social service, and then I was also an HST, a human service professional, where I had to come up with the, the treatment plan 
Well, I, what we call ISPs, individual service plan for kids in care that has been traumatized, some shape, form, or fashion. So with those numbers, seeing that that many did not receive any type of treatment, and that's between the ages 26 to 49 and 18 to 25, so that means they are taking a lot of that stuff into their adulthood, and a lot of it is not being dealt with. But it's probably being passed on to their kids. And that's a whole nother topic to talk about that type of mental illness or that, that, that type of generational issue that's being passed on because it's not being treated. So we, I probably will have to do a part two to that eventually. Y'all call me and let me know how y'all feel about that. So I'm going to get ready to close us out, but I want to thank everybody that tuned in tonight. I want to give another birthday shout out to Anna Lewis, my live fire from the Springo Six Line Survival Mass Destruction. I think that she missed it earlier. Happy birthday, Amber. Enjoy your night. And that is it for me. That is my time. So check me out this next Wednesday at 8 p.m. And we'll do it again. Okay. Thank y'all. Have a good night. Told y'all this was a movement. I ain't believe it. Banked out. Banked out. Banked out. East and West, we getting banked out. North and South, we getting banked out. Worldwide, we getting banked out. Yeah. Call up 917-889-8041 It's the Bay Down Radio Show We controlling the globe and we second to no one Every Tuesday to Thursday we put in that work in Call my door for the culture Then it's one love we listen to 8pm to 9pm With tips for the trophy And we keep making moves by coastal Let them suckers they believe what I told you Bay Down about to be your household name Bay Down mean when your pop won't change Fall the lights on Dale, shout out to Rochelle Network is out of these about to be your movie Gotta go beat, it's the only way to do it the conglomerate, we get into it. Can't forget Friday, gotta be inspired. We're in the age. While you ride on the interstate, we got Sundays with sunshine from five to six. While you watching on your dinner plate, make sure to tune in. Tap in with the movement, cause it's about to go down.